Joseph said, what you meant for evil, God has turned it to good. For the one who is fully persuaded and is solidly anchored on God, you can't take the church away from them. When the enemy tries to stop you, in the mighty name of Jesus, that is when you push on the gospel. In this powerful sermon, discover biblical keys to walking victoriously in uncertain times. Also, walk as an overcomer as you learn what the Bible teaches about the anointing for believers today. Isaiah 10:27, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Now, join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family. This is 49, 26. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, The blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors. Up to the uttermost bound of the everlasting hills, they shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him who was separated from his brothers. Notice the phrase, the blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors. You see, it is it is the it is the it is the right or the the, the part of a father to bless children. And so I pray in the name of Jesus that for all the fathers may from this today may blessings come out of your mouth and not curses. And I pray in the name of Jesus that may you be an example to your family and even beyond. And I thank God for my father. He was, an, he was a very good father, a very man of wisdom, and he still continues to speak into my life. But I pray that maybe your father is already in heaven, or maybe you didn't even know your father, or maybe you are looking forward to be a father. Regardless, I pray in the name of Jesus that today may you know God as a father. May you know the love of the Lord. And may he through you help you to father others as well. Paul said that through the gospel, I, have, I mean, we have, we have many teachers, but we have, there's a need for fathers. And I pray in the name of Jesus, may God use you to bring others into the kingdom of God. May God use you to be a father to others in Jesus' name. If you believe that, say amen. Glory be to the name of our Lord. And we'll all agree that we, these are not our normal days. We are, we are living in uncertain times. And in this season, we are looking at what to do in uncertain times. We all have different seasons in life. We have kids to deal with. We have marriage to deal with. We have our workplace to deal with. Um, we have so many things going on per time in our lives. And how do we navigate this season? How do we navigate the different seasons of life? And we said that uncertain times are not new. They are, they are, they are here. I mean, and they, and they, I mean, we looked at different examples in the Bible. But how do we respond during times of uncertainty? COVID-19 has changed the world and how we live in this world. But it's not new, whether it was the, the one that happened 100 years ago when the flu came out and right now the, the flu is still with us. How do we respond? And it's, it's, it seems that when one, one problem is solved, then another takes its place. And, and, and so, in all these seasons, how do we respond? And I pray in the name of Jesus that as we study the word of God together this morning, 
we will come to the place where we will know what to do. Turn with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We looked at it last week. Let's pick up from there again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 2 Chronicles 20. Glory be to the name of our Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How do we respond? 2 Chronicles 20, 20. No, it says that it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them beside the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazan Tamar, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from the cities of Judah. They came to seek the Lord. Jehoshaphat went to bed one day and then he got up the next day and then he, he, he ran into a battle. Something that he didn't count on. And sometimes for us, you wake up, you're experiencing, a, you're having a good day and then you get a bad report. You wake up in the morning, everything is going well. And you get a doc report from the doctor. How do, how do, how do, how do, how did he respond? And here, he, I mean, two, two kings and others with them come to battle against Jehoshaphat. A multitude is coming against him and his first response is naturally one of fear. And we, we looked at when he prayed... How, what his response, notice he didn't send a delegation to these people to try to negotiate. He says he set himself to seek the Lord. And God gave him a strategy to overcome the enemy, which is not your normal strategy. In our days, it will be like people are coming against you with machine guns. They are coming at you with very heavy artillery. And notice what God, what God said to him. After, after he had prayed, and, and, and go through it again. We went through it last week, but go through it again when, when you have the opportunity. God told him in verse 17, he says, You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. There is a tendency to fear when things come against us. There's a tendency to walk in fear. And this morning, I don't know what the circumstances of your life is, but I've come to announce to you by the word of the living God that you do not need to fear that which you are faced with. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And I pray in the name of Jesus that in this season, may you see the salvation of the Lord. I said, may you see the salvation of the Lord. I said, may you see the salvation of the Lord. May God take over your battles. May God take over the things that you are going through, the things that have come up against you in the name of Jesus. And may you see the salvation of the Lord. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Oh, hallelujah. Do not fear. And God, God, when he rose up in the morning, 
Verse 20 says, So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness, the Kua, and as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went up before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushment, ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Hallelujah. <laughs> my Lord and my God. That's not how you go to the, 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 the natural way and the normal way you go to battle. They appointed those who should sing to the Lord. And who should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they did that, God sent ambushment against their enemies. And they were defeated. You, you see, sometimes he, he could have been depressed. But he knew exactly what, 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 he, what he was doing. So, so it brings me to my first point today. In times of uncertainty, rejoice in the Lord. You see, for somebody like David, his life was not, was, was not a, 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 a normal life. I, I, it seems his life was just one battle after the other. After he was anointed as king, uh, to be king over the people, the very next battle that you see him running into is First Samuel chapter 17. He faces Goliath. At some point, after, he, after that, Saul was pursuing him. When he became a king, his son at one point stayed a coup against him. And, and so many different things were going, going on in his life. He was fighting all these things. Notice, notice what his response was. Go with me to Psalm 31. Psalm 31. There's a common theme that we'll see this morning as to how these people responded. Psalm 31 verse 7 says, I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy. For you have considered my trouble, you have known my soul in adversities. I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy. In the natural, he didn't have a reason to rejoice. But he made a choice. He made a decision that in difficult days, in uncertain times, he says, I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy, for you have known my soul in my adversities. You have considered my trouble. We trust you're being blessed by this Word Mission Church International message. We are conveniently located here in Colorado Springs, and we look forward to meeting you in person soon. Text us at 719 235 5535 with any questions or for prayer. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org for more life-giving messages. Learn about our famous kids' church, Lion and Lamb series. Connect with local or foreign missions. Like Word Mission Church International on Facebook to get notifications for live stream. Subscribe on YouTube and even watch live on www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Let's continue this insightful message.
Psalm 13 from verse 3 to 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 13, 3 to 6. He says, Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say, I have prevailed against him. Lest those who trouble me rejoice when I am moved. Verse 5. He says, But I have trusted in your mercy my heart shall rejoice in your salvation i will sing to the lord because he has dealt bountifully with me my heart shall rejoice in your mercy in the natural this person didn't have a reason to rejoice but he made a choice, he made a decision because he knew that when he begins to rejoice in the mercy of God. Notice in, in, in Second Chronicles, as they begin, began to sing praises and to talk about the mercy of the Lord. Oh, they said, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Even though these kings have come against me, even though the enemy is, I'm faced with all these enemies, even though I'm faced with this situation i make a choice that i'm going to rejoice in the mercy of god and in the name of jesus in this season as you begin to rejoice in the mercy of god i pray oh my lord and my god may he take over your battles in jesus name and the enemies that you see may you not see them again may you stand still and see the salvation of the lord <laughs> in the name of jesus christ what do you do? <laughs> Notice what, what, what the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 4. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There is a key here. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice. <laughs> rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Do you know where this letter was written from? He was writing from prison. <laughs> you would think that the people outside prison should be writing to him and encouraging him to say, Paul, are you okay? Are you, how are you doing today? I mean, you rejoice in the Lord. We are praying for you. We are, we are, we are here for you. Instead, he is writing to people that are outside prison and telling them to rejoice. <laughs> and he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Paul, you are in prison. I like him because I'm named after him. <laughs> my dad and my parents chose a good name for me. <laughs> What was the kind of prison that he was in? Go with me to Acts. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 16, verse 19. Acts 16, 19. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God wants us to see something this morning. He says, but this was Paul when they, this, when they went to Philippi. This was the, the first time they were there. And they cast a spirit out of, out of, out of a, a, a girl. And notice this. The Bible says, But when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. 
and they brought them to the magistrate and said these men being jews exceedingly trouble our city and they teach customs which are not lawful for us being romans to receive or observe then the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrate tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods and when they had laid many stripes on them they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Now, you see, Paul had had a vision that they should go to this place. At this, po at this point, they can make a choice to start complaining. He's with Silas, so you can imagine, um, Silas will ask Paul, are you really sure that God showed you that we should go to this place <laughs> to preach the word of God? Did you, really see, did you really see any vision? Or you were just hallucinating? <laughs> and then Paul, I can imagine, will turn to Silas. Silas, if he was living in our day, you say, are you sure you checked the GPS correctly, that we, we, you got the map? I told you that we are going to Philippi. Are you sure we are in Philippi or we are in a different place? Maybe the GPS ended up in the wrong place. It's so many times you think that when we are in the will of God, we will not run into uncertain times or into difficult situations. No, it's, it's not like that. Then, then Jesus missed it. Because the, 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 the Pharisees kept pursuing him even to the point of death. <laughs> so, so, so they could have complained. That's the kind of prison he's writing from. He's saying here, they, they put his feet in the stocks. What did he do? Verse 25. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. <laughs> at midnight. That is midnight on the clock. But that midnight hour sometimes also stands for the darkest hour of our lives. It stands for the, the time in our life where it seems very dark. Where it seems like Jehoshaphat, where is God? His, in his prayer, he was saying that, look, these people, we did good to them. But look, now they are coming against us. Like, I helped this person. I did good to them. And now they have turned against me. It seems dark when you have that report from the doctor it seems dark when you get that notice from the employer saying hey this is your last day on the job we don't need you here again it seems dark when when that child that i mean as a father you've done your very best and they they, 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 they turn one day and turn against you or as, as a mother it seems very dark it's a dark day you've done your very best and you knew to parent the child but this has come Oh, but these people knew a secret. It's coming through. Jehoshaphat, David, all these people, at the midnight hour, they began to pray. And not only did they pray, they sang hymns to God. He made a decision that I'm going to rejoice. And the prisoners were listening to them. That means that they were praying and singing hymns softly. <laughs> the other prisoners who will ask, ask themselves, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> we thought we were capturing them to stop the work of God, 
And here, they brought the church into the prison. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? <laughs> oh, my Lord and my God. Remember what we were talking about last week? I mean, Joseph said, What you meant for evil, God has turned it to good. For the one who is fully persuaded and is solidly anchored on God, you can't take the church away from them. When the enemy tries to stop you in the mighty name of Jesus, that is when you push on the gas pedal. You thought you were bringing this test, this trial into my life to stop me from worshiping God you have made a mistake you got the wrong person I am actually going to make the decision to pray more in this season with all that is going on in the world I am going to pray more I am going to draw closer to God I am going to know him more than I've ever known him before I am going to tell others about the love of Jesus Christ I am not going to stop 26 Suddenly, somebody say suddenly. There was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaking. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. <laughs> oh my Lord and my God. And he says, and the keeper of the prison awaking from sleep and seeing the prison doors open supposing the prisoners had fled drew his sword and was about to kill himself but paul called with a loud voice saying do yourself no harm for we are all here then he called for a light ran in and fell down trembling before paul and silas and he brought them out and says what must says what must i do to be saved so they said Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, was just stripes, and immediately he and all his family were baptized. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As they began to pray and sing praises, God shook that prison. Oh, that is the first jail rock that no one was hurt. Yeah, my, 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 my. There was a great earthquake. The prison was shaking. And everyone's chains fell up. And the prison doors opened. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you make a decision to pray, to draw closer to God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, may God release you from any form of captivity in the name of Jesus. May you see the hand of God at work in your life. And right there and then, what the devil meant for evil, God turned it around for good. And that Philippian church was born. He thought that he was putting them in prison, but go, oh, my Lord and my God, through it, a church was born. And that was the people that he was writing to. When again, later he was in jail, he was writing to them, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice, because I know that when you rejoice in the Lord, the same thing that happened to me in that jail, the same thing will happen to you. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> what the devil meant for evil. God has turned it for good. This morning, God is saying to you, do not fear. Rejoice in the Lord your God. Oh, what he meant for evil against your family. 
What he meant for evil against your business. What he meant for evil against your children. My prayer is in the name of Jesus. May God take it, turn it around, and may he be glorified in Jesus' name. I said may God be glorified in Jesus' name. But you see, we must agree with the word of God. We trust you were blessed by this message. To listen to the entirety of this message, search for Word Mission Church International on YouTube. There you can subscribe to never miss another sermon. You can also listen to the entire series on our YouTube page. On Facebook, find Word Mission Church International. Connect with us for live prayer sessions. On wordmissionchurchinternational.org, we invite you to take advantage of amazing resources. Simply text RADIO to 719-496-4930. Connect with us and receive Christian resources like scripture prayer cards, free book download, and more.